The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Going in Raw's Black Friday holiday sale is happening now. Huge price cuts across both Frendo merchandise sites at FrendoMerch.com and FrendoMarket.com. Order today. Oh, Steve and Larson! Don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, friendo, Steve here. Ed Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, uh, first of all, first and foremost, of course, we hope all the friendos out there had a lovely Thanksgiving. Yes. yes. Uh, how was how yours, was- Steve? Oh, well, I'll go first because uh, I was about to ask you the exact same question. It was lovely. We sort of had because we typically have four households involved with our normal Thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. divvied those up into three separate households. So all mm-hmm. night we were all just sending each other pictures of our various social distanced households, <laughs> eating some socially distanced uh, turkey and mm-hmm. stuffing. It was delicious. It was a lovely, lovely time. Uh, I had a good time. Uh, you could uh, see some of the pictures from mine at my Instagram at MFSteve here. <laughs> if you're really that interested. Yeah. Uh, how was yours? Oh, went to went to my my wife's parents, and you know it wasn't the the full family extravaganza that it has been in years past. So, uh, you know there was a few people here yesterday, but today's been pretty quiet. You know what, I mean? In fact, I've been stuck in this room basically all day. You've been working. <laughs> That's right. We shot. We shot Matt Chat. We got a really cool guest coming up Sunday on Matt Chat. Really I'm excited about to it. that man. Yeah. Um, and and then editing that, watching SmackDown, mm-hmm. doing a couple of their odds and ends. Uh, pretty much, and watching NXT this morning. Pretty much since mm-hmm. ten o'clock this morning, I've been sitting in this chair at this desk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm ready to go play some Skippo and uh, have a couple of beverages. I like it. I think it's great. Uh, so we'll get through this recap here. Uh, they. Uh, WWE didn't. Uh, they're, they're, they helped make us. Uh, they they helped make tonight's recap. I feel like it's going to be a breezy one yeah. uh, because there really is not a lot to chew on. Um, that being said, before we get started, I did want to mention uh, we have a sale right now. It's our own Black Friday sale. It'll probably go well into next week or so. Whenever I figure out to change the prices Heck, back to normal. Do it all all the way through Christmas. Okay, we'll do that. I mean, yeah, the earlier you get your order in, the quicker the more likely it is to come before Christmas. Uh-huh. That being said, yeah, we'll just keep these these going yeah, the way they are. Uh, man, huge discounts on all of our merchandise. I'm talking shirt sticker packs for like 15 bucks over at friendomarket.com. You know what that com. is? Uh. Deal. De- oh, it's deal. That's right, Deals. Barry. It's a deal. Uh, and then over there at friendo- friendomerch.com, it's our other store. Deals, deals. Uh, yeah, huge, huge uh, uh, slashes on prices there. Uh, so that's exciting. Go check that out. That's what I'm going to do this weekend. I'm going to start on those orders that came in last night when I announced this. And uh, are we in that? We announced this. So uh, there you go. Deals. deals. Uh, and uh, yeah, talk about a deal. Smackdown tonight. What's the deal with it SmackDown tonight? It seemed like it was tonight? a bit of a raw deal after the opening segment until Kevin Owens saved the deal. Hey, let's go straight all. to the positive, man. Let's go straight to that because I thought that was holy crap. That was the Kevin Owens I've been dying to see, man. I know. I know. So uh, there was an Intercontinental. Well, it actually wasn't an Intercontinental title match. This match between Intercontinental champion Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan. Uh, 
there was a, a kind of a long finish at the end, uh, part of which included Jay Uso jumping Daniel Bryan at gorilla position. And Kevin Owen comes and interjects himself because, you know, he made a pitch to Daniel Bryan weeks back to be tag team partners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he comes in to make the save, pulls Jay off him. And uh, after Jay Lee says, hey, I'm going to go follow him, that leads him to Roman Reigns. Uh, he basically tells Roman Reigns, uh, you treat your family like trash. And after Kevin Owens leaves, uh, Roman tells Jay, you got to deal with that. Main event made for the night, Kevin Owens versus Jay Uso. Uh, Jay Uso seemed more concerned about uh, beating some respect into Kevin Owens rather than winning the match. Um, took a chair to him. Um, Kevin Owens turned the tables, hits him with a stunner, beats him with the chair, and there's this great bit. Oh, so good. So, so good. he's 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 around the announce table, and of course we see the shot of Roman watching the match backstage, kind of at the awkward angle like they always do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, and so he's talking to camera. <laughs> He's talking to camera to Roman Reigns. Yeah. And he's, it's the intensity of the fire that we've been wanting from specifically face Kevin Owens mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's yelling at Roman, says, hey, Roman, are you watching? Uh, where are you? This is all happening to your family because of you. And he, yeah. he says, no one fears you. I'm yeah. sorry. He says, I fear no one. And that includes you. God dang. It was so it was it was like. So here's here's the great thing about Roman Reigns is that they have done this so well that we, the main goal of any heel that goes out there is you want the crowd to want to see you get your ass kicked. You as as a as a fan of the show, I know a heel is doing a good job. I know a performer is doing a great job. If I'm like, man, even though I understand the quality of the performance is so great, I still viscerally want to see this guy get beat up. Mm-hmm. And Roman's in that spot right now because mm-hmm. the way poor poor Jay comes out there and he's hyping up Roman at the beginning and uh, oh, Roman, Roman comes just down. addresses him. And just emotionally wrecks him. And the, yeah. and the cry face on, on Jay, Jay did such a great job with the performance. You know, crying basically crying i mean he had everything but the tears coming down and they, those yeah, might have been there i just didn't see it and from that point on he was completely unhinged and it's like man you just want him to unload on oh you want that to happen you but do. you know it's not going to happen he is a no. broken broken yeah. man he takes it out on otis and you just you just oh my god and so kevin owens they they had him deliver or he delivered whichever way it is creatively speaking whomever is is, is designing this stuff the dialogue that he threw at Roman while he was taunting him, while he was destroying Jay, because he murdered Jay, yeah. was so satisfying the to, best to part, watch Roman soak it all in. The best part for me is, so Kevin Owens climbs to the top of the table. He's like, come on, Roman, come find me. And then he goes and hits Jay with a second stunner. Mm-hmm. He grabs a folding chair, sits at the head yes. of the announce oh. table. Oh, God, what and a he, great touch! He 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 owns it. He yeah. like sits down and he throws his hands down on the so table, good. and he then says, like does this and says, "Where uh, are you, Roman? I'm waiting yeah. for you." Oh man, it was. I got chills thinking about it because it was so it damn good. It wasn't just him, you know. It, it was it was him launching a direct assault mm-hmm. on everything Roman thinks he's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and was so good. Finally, somebody is calling him. Roman had the temerity earlier. To say, my team, Team SmackDown, you weren't even on the team. I know. Your team. And Kevin Owens, oh, man. Oh, so God. I mean, this is, so good. you know, I have said, and I know you've been on, you've been with me on this one, that if there's anybody who in the history of the WWE could have taken the mantle that Stone Cold represented, the anti-authority guy, um, the guy that the every man can relate to because everybody hates their boss. Um, that guy could be Kevin Owens if they mm-hmm. really nailed his creative, which is 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 difficult to do. And and with Kevin Owens, his creative has been up and down. He always whatever he's given, he always knocks it out of the park. But yeah. you can only do so much if you're not given a lot to work exactly. with. Exactly. Exactly. And this is the type of role. 
that he can absolutely just excel. And I, this part that this, this bit here without, I mean, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Here's a, here's a, a preview for you uh, with our guest for Matt chat this Sunday, Sean Ross Sapp from fightful. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about uh, 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 crap. I totally lost my, my, uh, my train of thought there. That's okay. We talk about something cool. There's a teaser for we you. We talk a lot about fun, a lot of cool stuff, man. Yeah, we do. Uh, but anyway, I thought this was this was absolutely fantastic. I thought this. Yeah, was it, it really fantastic. did kind of save at the end to show that wasn't boring per se. It wasn't bad. Well, mm-hmm. there was one statement that made absolutely no sense. None, zero sense. Like less than zero sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get to that as well. We'll, we'll get well. to that. Um, yeah. but, you know, the rest like the opening segment. So Jay Uso comes out. We'll get right into it, I guess. Mm, yeah, sure. Uh, comes out to the ring, drop a promo. And he's like, "Hey, we did that." Survivor Series. Everybody's talking about the Undertaker's final farewell, but they should be talking about how Roman Reigns represented. Uh, he said at Survivor Series, uh, Drew did beat his cousin. He starts to introduce Roman, and before he gets through his introduction, uh, Reigns' music interrupts him. So mm-hmm. Roman comes down the ring. Heyman has uh, takes the the mic from Jay, gives it to Roman, and Roman just goes, "Show it." Throws to a video package for the Survivor Series. And Roman reminds Jay that he told him, I said, I told you to leave after your match at Survivor Series. Did I, I never did I tell you to come help? Nope. So he asked Jay where he thought Team SmackDown lost. He said they weren't listening. They weren't listening because they don't respect you. If they don't respect you, they don't respect us. And if that's the case, who who well man, I stopped writing notes there. Oh, Anyways, here, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. Let me go back up to it. Uh he says they don't respect you. If they don't respect if they don't respect you, they don't respect they don't us. Respect if us, they, they, if they don't respect us, then who are we? If I'm not go. the head of the table, then you must think I'm some bitch in the locker room begging for Thanksgiving leftovers. Is yeah. that how they look at you? Is that how does your son, our whole family, look at you? Is that who I am to you? Is that how you feel about me? That I'm some bitch in the locker room begging for th- number one. Larson, can we power rank? Who is Roman referring to somebody specific here? A some sort of bitch in the locker room begging for Thanksgiving leftovers. Did he witness somebody begging for because it's like you got Thanksgiving, which is typically at home. Then you've got people in the locker room. Why would people in the locker room be begging for Thanksgiving leftovers? I don't think he means literal stuffing and turkey. I think he means. Oh, oh, oh. They're looking for they're looking for a handout. The juice for a handout. Yeah. So Um, uh, he says. That's how he says, is that how you make me feel? Is that how you feel about me? He said, that's how you make me feel through your failures. And I don't like how you make me feel. I don't like how you make me feel, man. I've known you for like 25 years. I don't think I've ever said to you. I don't like how you make me feel. We've also never made me cry before. That's horrible. I don't think I have. Yeah, I did think about that for a second. No, yeah. If I have, I apologize. You've never made me cry. So, yeah, Jay's in there basically crying at that point. Oh, God. Basically. And he is unhinged for the rest of the night. So, he, so Otis comes out for his match against Baron Corbin. So oh, supposed yeah. To be. And as he's at the top of the ramp, kind of posing a little bit, Jay's walking past him, kind of staring him down a little bit. So, Otis starts to make his way down the ring, and Jay comes running at him with the chair it obliterates mm-hmm. obliterates and, and he's just like screaming and drooling and he is just taken out and i mean the honestly the when i when i saw this I, I i don't have a direct reference however it really is cinematic level storytelling yep. watching the, the 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 emotional abuse that jay is going through and what yeah. he's becoming and how this eventually might turn into Everybody on SmackDown fearing Roman because Jay is making it so, or it could just completely implode and be an even bigger mess just for the family, which is probably where it's going to happen. Yeah, um, probably. but there, there, there's a lot of really cool places they can take this. So yeah, definitely, he absolutely definitely. annihilates Otis, and he's screaming and screaming and screaming. Um, so uh, so yeah, that happens, and then, and then uh, uh, we get we get a uh, Dolph and Bob Roode taking mm-hmm. on the Street Profits before the match. Though uh, Dolph and Bob Roode have a bit of a promo, they poke some fun at Otis, uh, say they're a couple aces, call themselves the Dirty Dogs. Their focus is on Street Profits. Uh, Street Profits come out, and they're uh, and during the course of the promo, uh, 
Rude and Dolph kind of did a bit of a, they stole a bit of a profit catchphrase. And they said, that's not cool for doing that. And then Dawkins made some uh, reference to Bob Rude only be able to grow hair on his upper lip, despite the fact that he has a full beard. Okay. What's your take on that particular aspect of their promo? Were they, let me ask you this, were they backstage? They obviously knew they were going to have a promo with these guys. Did they not remember that he has a full beard and came out? And as they're delivering it, they're staring at him like, oh, he has a whole beard now? That's kind of what I think might have happened. I don't know, because commentary, made, like Michael Cole made some point about how, well, you know, Bob Rude used to just have a mustache. Yeah. He did, and I wonder if the Street Profits were just like, hey, man, he's just got that mustache. Let's just make fun of that, that he can't grow any hair on the rest of his head. Because Corey started to stumble a little bit. He was like, wait, what are these guys talking about? He's got an entire – he used to have. And then Cole said, yeah, he used to have just a mustache. I mean, it's unintentionally. It's hilarious regardless. But, uh, yeah, that was that was a bit of a head-scratcher right there. A little bit. A mm-hmm. little bit. Anyways, they have match, and once again, they did the thing where uh, uh, a challenger – beats the champions in a non-title mm-hmm. match to justify a title match that they will eventually lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what happened here. It was a fun enough match, though. Um, yeah, at one match. point, uh, Ford hits the frog splash. Uh, Dolph breaks up the pin. Um, in the end, uh, uh, after that, Dawkins hits... Uh, sorry, Dolph breaks up the pin, hits Dawkins with a super kick, goes for one on Montez. Montez catches it, hits Insigiri, but that allows Bob Rue to roll up Montez to get the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had uh, Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn sort of recap for progressive for, match flow. Yeah, there you go. There you go. After that, uh, Kayla interviewed Daniel Bryan, basically said, you know, you got a lot of history, Sammy. What's your strategy going into tonight? And uh, he gave another one of his great Daniel Bryan where it's obviously he's really happy to be there promos. Where uh, he talks about Sami Zayn being delusional. He sees himself as a strategist, maybe even the best intercontinental champion ever, but he's not. But he does know how to exploit every loophole there is to ensure that he wins. Uh, He says he's also very paranoid, though. He thinks everyone is out to get him. I'm not out to get him, just his title. Mm -hmm. Uh, This next part made me laugh quite a bit. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Dom. Murphy awkwardly holding a, his arm around Aaliyah, uh, and Aaliyah were there doing an interview, talked about getting past Seth Rollins, and then Baron Corbin comes up. I only wrote down like some bare notes here because I was chuckling so much. Can you recap what Baron Corbin so, said? So, yeah, Ray is like going down the line saying, yeah, I'm thankful for Dom's career has taken off. He's thankful that Aaliyah has grown to become a mature, independent woman or something like that. <laughs> And he's thankful that Buddy finally realized what a piece of garbage Seth is. So yeah. Corbin wanders in and says, you think after one win, you're one happy family? You're a joke. <laughs> he said it's too bad that Ray didn't pass any of his talent on to his son. Uh, said uh, Dom essentially is just writing his dad's coattails. You know what I loved about that line, though, is that he totally pays respect to Rey Mysterio because he, 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 he drops the adjective. He says, any of your immense ring in-ring ability to your son, <laughs> like really propping up Rey just to run down his son. It was absolutely yeah. great. He puts over dad to bury the kid. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So after that, we had the same uh, thank you Undertaker video package that ran on Raw, and then we get uh, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. A really, really good match. Yeah, um, yeah. Which the, the, uh, the finish, hopefully, will lead to more between the two of them. Oh, I really hope so. That that missile or the shotgun drop kick that uh, Daniel Bryan came at with Sami was up on the top turnbuckle. Oh, that was great. <laughs> he goes flying to the floor. Something oh. 2K19, I know, huh? It was. It re- that's exactly what it was. It felt like And that. while that it was wasn't hilarious. one of uh, his uh, brain busters on the top turnbuckle that Sami used to do as El Generico, mm-hmm. he did hit Daniel Bryan the brain buster on the apron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this was this was an absolutely killer match. And, I mean, look, it – they use this match to set up, you know, the big angle towards the end, which mm-hmm. is totally fine. And like you said, I hope this leads to more between these two because obviously we can watch them wrestle yeah. all day long. But basically, uh, uh, Sammy runs away. He runs backstage. 
Daniel Bryan goes to get him. Uh, the ref starts the count. We don't see what happens backstage until a second later. But uh, as the count's down to like seven or eight or so, Sami Zayn comes running back from backstage and barely makes the count to get the count out victory over Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it was great seeing Sammy sprint down <laughs> yeah. the ramp. He's such a he's such a wonderful mess. I love and Sammy get back Sammy in the ring with a huge smile on his face. Yeah, it's great. So uh, then we get to see what was going on backstage, and Jay Uso is on top of Daniel Bryan attacking him. Kevin Owens comes in, breaks it up, wearing a great Bam Bam Bigelow shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he breaks it up. Uh, Jay says something like, I got beef with you too, Kevin Owens, or something like that, and he, and he stalks off. And, uh, and then Ke- Kevin Owens says, well, wherever he's going, I'm following. So after the commercial, uh, Kevin Owens finally catches up to uh, Roman Reigns' suite. And he, uh, they're all outside, and he comes up, and he basically says, uh, I know he said a little bit more than this, but the beats were, uh, you know, this is how you treat your family. You treat your family like trash. Keep your drama out of SmackDown. Were, were, there, were there any, because this was a really great little bit here, and I didn't do justice. Yeah, to yeah, Jay, Jay, Jay's talking to Roman says, yeah, I got it, as far as uh, understanding what Roman was telling him and, and trying to make sure that people respect him because they fear him. That's when Kevin Owens walks up. He's like, you know, I'm really tired of, of your family issues running or ruining SmackDown. Um, it tells Roman, yeah, someone who talks so much about how important family is, you sure treat your family like trash. He leaves. Roman tells Jay that uh, Kevin Owens doesn't look at him with fear. Mm-hmm. Fix that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. After that, we got Natalia versus Bianca Belair. Bailey comes out to join the commentary team. Uh, all of this is just to set up a feud between Bailey and Bianca Belair, and I can't wait till that really gets started. Or a match um, between Bailey and Michael Cole. I'd like them both, yes, to be honest with you. Yes. So the finish of this saw uh, Bianca. She blocks the discus clothesline, hits a glam slam, uh, sends Natalia to the floor. Uh, Bailey then, uh, so Bianca follows. Bailey gets in Bianca's face. Um, Natalia tries to hit Bianca from behind. Bianca ducks that. They switch positions. Bianca goes for a shot on Natalia. Natalia, Natalia evades. So uh, Bianca accidentally decks Bailey. And so Natalia gets Bianca back in the ring, sets up for a sharpshooter. And while this is happening, Bailey's getting on the apron to try to get into the ring. Bianca kicks Natalia off right into Bailey, sends Bailey falling to the floor. Bianca rolls up Natalia to get the win. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, man. Bailey versus Bianca. This is what we've been asking for for a little mm-hmm. while now. And Bianca, I can, the the level of performance she can give right now, I'm excited to see what she can bring after you know a couple months with uh, with Bailey because Bailey brings mm-hmm. the best out of everybody. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had this was perplexing to say the least. To I say can't make your tales of this unless the Mysterio family is turning heel. So the premise is Buddy versus Baron Corbin. So the premise of this is anytime <laughs> Buddy was at the disadvantage, was was getting worked over by Baron, either Ray or Dom would hop on the apron to distract Baron Corbin. Now for the last, I don't know, the entirety of Baron's WWE career. He has been a heel. 
Rey Mysterio and family, my understanding is, are supposed to be faces. However, the idea that they would hop on the apron to assist Buddy is not behavior that I feel like is in line with how faces typically behave in WWE television. And in fact, it makes Buddy look terrible. This is my bigger issue with it is sort of what you did the second part of that. No, so here's the thing. So Baron Corbin comes up and he's very disrespectful. I'm actually okay with a good guy taunting a bad guy in this manner. See, taunting is one thing. Distracting Baron just so the person whose face gets the upper hand, that's not face that's not something faces do. Though. Yeah, my biggest issue with this, you just you sort of touched on it. Is that why? Why did Buddy Murphy need so much help? He was hapless this entire match. Like I understand the idea. There, the, the the writing process here is okay. The Mysterios are going to fuck with Baron Corbin a little bit, and and he's gonna lose this match because of it. However, in order to get there, we have to make Buddy Murphy. Look like he he's 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 only been wrestling for two days. Well, here's the thing: if it was a situ- yeah, there's it's a situation where they're gonna have the Mysterio family tease Baron. That's one thing. This is interfering with the match. Mm-hmm. That's a different thing, and that does it, it 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 serves two purposes. Sadly, it makes them look like a bunch of jerks. Yeah, and also makes Buddy look horribly weak. Yeah, well, let's just not, a week or two after beating Seth Rollins. Murphy looked terrible in this match, but yeah. let's not forget this is the same good guy family that completely annihilated Buddy Murphy with kendo sticks as his comeuppance, uh, like a couple months ago. Like went over and and above. Yeah, way far beyond any line of being a real babyface. The Mysterios are low key heels. They they totally are. They're low key heels. Look at how Rey Mysterio treats his family, bossing his daughter around all the time, telling her what to do, what not to do. Uh, Dom same way, bossing his sister around. They're they're kind of low key heels, dude. I guess so. Anyways. But this it, it served to benefit nobody. No one looked the, good in this whole yeah, situation. Yeah, the, the bigger issue was like Murphy. To me, the bigger issue was Murphy looked like he didn't know how to wrestle in this match. And we're talking about yeah. Baron. He just had a clean win over Seth Rollins. I that know. just, just happened. last week. I know. That just happened. And so uh, at the end, Buddy hits a V-trigger on Baron. And it's right near the rope. So Baron gets his foot on the bottom rope. And Dom's there and pushes his foot <laughs> off the rope. So the ref doesn't see it. Buddy gets the win. Yeah. And Baron calls to the mic and rightly says, this is outrageous. This wasn't a one-on-one fight. It was four-on-one. Calls them all spineless cowards and says he wants a rematch against Buddy next week, but this time he'll be prepared. Mm-hmm. So who's going to be in Baron's crew? Forget me not. Yeah, probably. I stole that idea from Sean Rossap, who yeah, on saw Twitter that uh, mentioned that. You know, he hopes it's it's the two forgotten sons that are still unforgotten. And not Jackson Riker. Uh, so uh, after that, uh, so the first part of this, I was like, oh, what the hell is this? So Apollo and Big E are backstage near the fake ring, and they have a garbage can set up, and they're playing like basc- basically yeah, basketball. Yeah, I do this all the time in middle school, yeah. With garbage, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You get a ball uh, so, of paper, and you shoot it to the basket, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. But these are two, two guys that really should have matches on the card. Um, so... They're doing that. They're goofing around. Sami Zayn comes up and he's like all happy. He's like, you know, most people beat people in three seconds with a three three second pin. I just beat Daniel Bryan in a full ten seconds. And I thought I really thought this was going to head into the direction of Big E remembering the five count well, thing, which no, he kind he, he, he did. He, he referenced it. it. He referenced it. Uh, it was just in a different way than I thought it was going to be. So, anyways, Sammy runs his mouth. He, uh, I forget what the dig was he had at Apollo, but Apollo. Oh, he says he says he just beat Daniel Bryan in ten seconds. Hey, and he goes, hey, Cruz, remember I did that to you a couple weeks back because he he like taped Apollo yeah, Cruz yeah, to the, yeah, yeah, to the yeah, structure right, of the right. ring. So Apollo gets Cannot mad win. and yeah. he he starts to come at him and Biggie sort of oh just calm down, just calm down. Apollo leaves and calms down a little bit, and so uh, Biggie talks to a Sammy Zayn. He's like, you know, man, your house has no foundation. He says, basically, you are living in a house of cards. 
one flick or one gust of wind and it'll come falling down. It was really great. It, it really straddled the line between comedy and, and intensity really, really well. It's the kind of thing that I like to see. Um, so uh, Sami Zayn comes back and he says, you know, the last time you held the Intercontinental Championship was eons ago in a very forgettable reign. Why don't you stop tearing me down because you have problems with that? And Big E says, you're right. I'm sorry. Here, let's shake hands. And he says, you want to talk about 10 seconds? And he grips his hand. He does the Superman 2 thing where he yeah. grips his hand and he starts counting to 10. And Sammy's in pain. And when he gets to five, he says, oh, five is my favorite number. Remember the five count? And mm-hmm. then he keeps on going. Uh, so, I mean, is this going to be long story short? You're looking at our new Intercontinental Champion? Could be. One Great the... place to start with a program. Yeah, yeah, it is. So uh, after... Biggie leaves. Kayla uh, asks Sammy, "Hey, are we still doing the interview?" And he just goes, "No, leave me alone." That was pretty great. Sammy yeah. was pretty good this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, after that, Billy Kay slides uh, uh, into the commentary booth between Cole and Graves, hands of each uh, resume and headshot. Mm-hmm. She says uh, she's very qualified in talking, um, and if you want me to take <laughs> over commentary, I can do that. As you can see, I'm very qualified in talking. Oh, so good. She's so good. Uh, after that, we had a weird, like, Carmella's sit-down promo thing where she talks about calling the shots and, like, they, they roll footage of her attacking Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. And then they do this awkward thing where, like, she's give, she, like, tries to snap for something to happen and then she does it again. It doesn't work. And then, like, a hand comes into frame and it's, it's, it's got the boss thing on it with the, the, the knuckles. had a glass of champagne. Champagne. Would you face. like some champagne? And then and then she throws it on her Sasha Banks attacks. That's uh, sort of so, bank statement. Yeah. Pat Buck, Adam Pierce, they break it up. And then we have our main event, Kevin Owen versus Jey Uso. We got went through the the end, but it was a really fun match too. Yeah, it was like it was totally a slugfest. At one point, Jey Uso takes a. I didn't see how this. How does Kevin Owens left uh, left arm? How did that get busted up? Oh, he was working on. He, uh, Jay was working it early earlier. Okay. On. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, Jay has control. He loads up to do something, but he ends up eating a super kick from Kevin Owens. Bunch of chops and strikes. Kevin Owens tries for a pop-up powerbomb, but because of his arm, he can't. Mm-hmm. He eats a super kick instead. Uh, Jay is he- They go up to the top, and Jay headbutts Kevin Owens' injured arm to send him down. Goes for a splash, but he eats knees instead. And Kevin Owens hits this great package neck breaker. That yeah, was it was, rad. yeah, pump handle neck breaker. I think yeah, it was great. pump handle. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Jay takes you mentioned this. Jay took a chair to Kevin Owens, gets DQ'd, grabs another chair, comes back instead, eats a stunner. Uh, Owens goes to the outside, throws him over the table, gets a chair, just annihilates Jay with it. Starts screaming at Roman, "Are you watching? Where are you? You want people to fear you? I fear no one, including you." Sits at the head of the commentary table. Gosh, it was so good. And says, "Where are you? Yeah, I'm waiting for you." Uh, it, man. God dang it. That was that was such an electric finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got some questions, so let's go ahead and answer some of those. I am on the Patreon. Cool. Uh, Michael uh, Sodope just says champions shouldn't get shouldn't be getting pinned on TV. I'm just kind of tired of the trope where a challenger has a non-title match against the champions, they win that. And I I don't have the math in front of me, but I feel like a vast majority of the time they end up losing the actual title match. It just kind of seems like a lazy way to motivate a title match. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I, I think if you do, you know, like doing it once in a while, if the match itself is motivated, then I'm mean, like, for example, when they did it with the Her Business and New Day, you know, it's like, hey, our, I mean, honestly, the, their payment should have been the actual title match. It shouldn't have been a match to get to a title match. I know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Alex Foster, if Gable's Alpha Academy became a stable, who else would be in it? Apollo Cruz? He's not doing anything. I'm just thinking of guys who aren't doing anything right now. Apollo Cruz. Otis, Apollo Cruz, Chad Gable. Uh, oh, he's on Raw. So is he. You know, it'd be fun, man. I know he can't wrestle, but Jason Jordan. Yeah. Like have him be like their businessman. Like have him be their MVP, mm-hmm. and Chad Gable can be their Bob Lashley. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. The other two members I can think of, or two potential members I can think of, are both on Raw: mm-hmm. uh, Matt Riddle and Drew Gulak. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Drew Gulak. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Jorge D and Kayfabe. How awkward was Thanksgiving dinner between Roman and Jay Uso? Did Jay have to sit at the kids' table? Oh, so awkward. Yeah, man. So awkward. Very awkward. Uh, let's see here. Uh, James Fletcher. Is there any? Are there any wrestlers who make you instantly turn off any wrestling show? Uh, he says, for me, it's anything with Katie Forbes on. Oh, Katie Forbes. I mean, it's our job to watch wrestling, so we can't just turn off a show just because there's someone on that we may not enjoy. All right, so take your take. Is it, are there any are there any segments? Let's just try to take yourself out of what. Well, our when job Barry Corbin is. was on Raw all over the place, he was commissioner, or whatever. It was really hard to watch. It was really hard to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the segments that we've talked about in the past, I would have turned it off and been like, Mm-mm, "No, I can't do that anymore." At least for that week. Like yeah. you, I always know as a wrestling fan, you always know that. Well, every once in a while, they're going to have just an absolute stinker. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they're going to do the same thing the next week. Fear and loathing. How bad is it going to be for Jay when Jimmy joins them and goes through none of the abuse? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Probably. Um, Kenny T has Corbin taken over as the master of heel who makes good points. Yeah, he's done that a couple times now. But tonight, tonight was a huge, huge example of that. Yes. Uh, Legendarius BC is Heyman glaring at Roman during the backstage shots, a sign that he's realized the tribal chief may be worse than the beast. So when Roman's watching the match, the main event, Heyman's not watching the screen. He's watching Roman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole time, pretty much. Heyman always has his eyes on Roman. He's fascinated. Uh, yeah, I think scared of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. B-Rock, as fathers, what are your thoughts regarding 19-year-old Aaliyah Mysterio dating the 32-year-old Buddy Murphy? I mean, she's a she's she's an adult. She can legally do what she wants. So I'm 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 fine with it. I have a I have a 21-year-old stepdaughter. I mean, if she dated a 32-year-old, I'd be like, yeah, well, you know. I'm not going to, you know, it, it wouldn't stop me from subtly making fun of him if I saw him at Thanksgiving. I'd mm-hmm. totally do that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, oh, what, what can you do? You just, you try to teach him best you can to make exactly. good decisions. Exactly. And uh, hopefully she's doing that. Yep. Yep. You know, can't do anything else. Ha ha, Jackson. Guys, I missed SmackDown and just logged on. What's worth watching? Probably the last hour. Yeah, for sure. The last hour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, dang him, Q. Hopefully, when Jimmy comes back, he gets a different look from Jay. Mm, yeah, Willie Powerbottom. How do you how do you think people would have reacted if it was the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns who ended Undertaker's streak? Oh man! The, oh, you know, man. I, we talked about this recently. Yeah. That heat right there. If it's this Roman. If it's this Roman, off the charts, man. Off and the, the charts. streak would have gone till whenever. Yeah. Like, yeah, off the charts. Off the charts. Probably off the most hated man in all of wrestling. Off the charts. Yeah. If he had, if 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 Tribal Chief Roman had ended the streak and retired the Undertaker, and Undertaker stayed retired, like all the heat. Yeah. All the heat. I agree. I agree. Uh, Adrian C., given the booking since the Sheamus match back before the draft, do you think the plans to push Big E are paused or canceled, or is the Intercontinental title all they had in mind for him? Uh, I think it's hard we to saw tell. the beginning of it tonight. I mean, I so. he had a, yeah, he had a, a thing with Sami Zayn. It, it could very well be, hey, you know, Big E, we're going to put you in the Intercontinental title scene. Probably going to get it, and we'll see what happens from there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that to me is enough for him to say, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solus, so Rowan in the long term right now his character is really strong as the tribal chief, inevitably Son will not only stand up to him and beat him, should we see an eventual face turn again by Roman and what kind of Roman would you want to see on the other side of this uh, we're still a ways away from that turn I don't think we're at the point yet where people are enjoying and appreciating his work as heel Roman to such a degree that he's getting over because of it rather it's- than getting heel heat it's inevitable, but it's oh, yeah. a ways off. I agree yeah. completely. It's it's yeah, it's a ways off. Uh, Moses supposes. What do you think Natalia's legacy will be like? He says he equates her with Dolph Ziggler. I think that's an excellent comparison. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. 
favorite customer. It has been a while since a world title has changed hands in a multiple man match. Should either Roman or Drew lose their title in such a match? So should either of them lose the title and say a triple threat bout or elimination chamber? Uh, I mean, I feel like I mean, Drew, Drew can. Yeah. I mean, there's sort of precedent I th- for that. I think the only when Roman loses that belt, someone has to pin him. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be his comeuppance. I mean, yep. that that has to happen. It's got to be his comeuppance. Yep. Now, let me ask you this. Let me expand mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Is there mm-hmm. any way that you can, uh, in a satisfying manner, pertaining to his story, do the the switch to face? while never having lost the title. I kind of feel like losing the title is a big thing. And I think that's like necessary for his story. I think it's necessary for his story and it's absolutely necessary for whoever is going to beat him for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Whitehouse, what does King Corbin need to do to change up his character kayfabe wise? And how would he do it? He'd lose-, lose the King stuff. He'd lose another King of the Ring tournament and no longer be able to claim it, so he'd lose it, and yeah. it would give us another King of the Ring tournament. Yeah, and hopefully Xavier Woods can Which win Which Xavier one. Woods would win, yeah. White Brownie, 92, with how Shayna was treated when she got called up, could we see Rhea suffer the same fate? Uh, I mean, I, I want to say no. Shayna's not in a terrible position, man. She's a tag team champion. She's featured pretty heavily. Well, I think the only, the only issue with Shayna's call-up is that it was stop and start the entire time. It was really bad timing too. I really wonder if she was one of the people who was hurt by pandemic with the Becky Lynch Could be. thing. Could be. Um, that wouldn't shock me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. If you remember, you know, Asuka's call-up was really nothing to write home about either. Nope. Uh, but she's in a pretty darn good spot right now, yeah. and she has had a career that anybody would die for. So... You know, they're not going to push them all like Becky or Charlotte. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now. All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Dab it with Dan. Tonight as a sandwich. What's a sandwich that was kind of good at the beginning and then you get about halfway through it and you're like, uh. I shouldn't have ordered this, and by the end, you were happy, really happy you did. Does a sandwich like that exist? I don't know. I don't even but that's know that what exists. SmackDown was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Hamish with the sub says, uh, Happy Thanksgiving yesterday for you and your families. Did Gypsy get more leftovers than Jay Uso? <laughs> did Jay even get to go inside to get dessert? <laughs> oh, he was probably outside a lot of the time. Jay. What are you still doing here? This is Go a good outside. question from Gareth. What kind of what type of gimmick match is a Black Friday match? It has to be some sort of championship scramble. A scramble. It's absolutely a scramble. It's a scramble. Yeah, I mean basically it's money in the bank. It's it's the money in yeah. the bank from this from uh from Yeah, this yeah, year. yeah. Uh Jeremiah P with the sub, thank you very much. Uh, I'm just trying to do something with the sub. It says six months to infinity and beyond. This is a good question from Fear and Loathing. Would you go Black Friday shopping for a teleportation device? Uh, Can it be a time travel device instead? Here's the thing about teleportation. The way it's currently thought of, 
you're you're dying and a clone is being made of you every time you teleport. If that wasn't the thing, if your precious bodily fluids were the thing that were turned into energy and then reconstituted, uh, like it'd be in Star Trek, mm-hmm. uh, then yeah, I I I'd do that. I mean, if it was if it was only available at Black Friday and never again, yeah. Yeah, the whole idea that you essentially die in the process and are cloned. Like, there's so many ways that can go so wrong. Well, yeah, just that alone. Yeah, that <laughs> even alone. if it's if it's successful, that's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, if that's the way, that's the, if that's the deal with the teleportation device, then no. Mm. Uh, Joe Juarez, if there were live crowds, would heal Roman be getting cheered right now? Oh, I wish there were crowds. I wish I don't there think were so. crowds. I don't think he'd be, be getting cheered yet. I think you're right. I think I don't think he would be. But man, I, I'm really interested to know what crowds like. Okay, what what about this? What if they go into Philly? He'd get cheered in Philly. He'd get cheered in Maybe. Chicago. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, EV says one to ten chance of London WrestleMania. If they go to day two, you can watch when you want. Uh, what are the chances that we're gonna get a, a, a London WrestleMania? Let's say in the next ten years. Two percent botch. Yeah, it's WrestleMania. They, I mean, that they, they, they might they they'd send like a SummerSlam, maybe, maybe. But WrestleMania, no. Uh-uh. Ethan Smith, why does Heyman have to talk with Pierce when Roman wants Jay to have a match? Any other time wrestlers have a confrontation, they seem to automatically get a match without needing to ask for it. He's justifying his paycheck. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dang MQ, how would you change Jimmy Uso's look when he comes back to dis- distinguish himself from Jay? I'm uh, going to see what that dynamic is going to be when, when Jimmy comes back. I can't wait for that, and I can't wait to see if at that point I can finally tell them apart because I, I suspect that I will be able to. I think that I've been exposed to Jay so much that now I'll be able to see the subtle differences you know, in facial structure, et cetera, et cetera, that aren't really noticeable if you only see them together all the time, you know, at one match a week. He's been on TV a lot. There are differences in their faces. Mm-hmm. And I think I now understand which, what Jay looks like compared to Jimmy. Plus, maybe they'll do their hair different. <laughs> <laughs> That'll really help. Night by night says, yeah, it's not that hard to tell them apart. Well, for me, it is. Just look oh, at the tattoo on the shoulder. No, I don't want to look at the shoulder. What if he's wearing a sleeve, man? What if he has a hoodie on? I'll tell you, man. I think I'll be able to tell them. I think I'll be able to tell their faces apart at this point. All right. We'll, we'll have to do a quiz on that when Jimmy comes back. We'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, <laughs> Gregory Fiella. How did, I didn't like this segment. How did Carmela not see Sasha hand her the drink? Yeah, I know. Does she so need weird. glasses now? I hate when things are so staged like that. Not a fan. Yeah, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Oh, wow. Okay, hold on. Wolfpack for Life says, Crime-solving game recommendation for Steve. There's currently a game series called Unsolved Case Files where you solve an unsolved crime that happened years ago. It was a fun date night for my girlfriend and I. 25 to 30 dollars at Walmart, Target, etc. takes two to three hours. So we had had like the uh, what was it called? Like the murder box or something like that. It's like a monthly mm-hmm. subscription mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and it was pretty fun. Uh, it, it was cool, it was neat, but like we just sort of stopped doing it because we don't want to yeah. get charged anymore. So like we never did figure out who, who the killer was. Oh, but oh uh, I don't know, maybe I'll check it out. Uh, White Brian 92 with TLC coming up and Asuka being undefeated at this pay per view. Could we see a proper title defense from her? I certainly hope so. It'd be nice. Yeah, it would be when very is it? nice. It's uh, ne- uh, two December weeks. 20th. Oh, there's time. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, Big Chris, after it took all the Mysterio family distracting Corbin to win, does this make him more or less hapless than anyone else in SmackDown? No, it doesn't make, it doesn't make Corbin hapless. No. Because, I mean, he had like a ton of distractions. Mm-hmm. He was winning that match. Murphy looked like a chump. And even Buddy hit him with the with the knee. Baron got his foot on the rope. Yeah. Can't do much when, when Dom 
takes it off. Derek Kaza with a, a friendo market order. That's all the questions I have on the Patreon. Uh, Dangham Q says, no spoilers, but Trent Seven versus A-Kid on NXT UK was really good. Yeah, I saw who won that uh, that Heritage Heritage as, Cup. Is that what they called it? Yeah, the Heritage Cup, as did I. I got I to gotta watch that match, though. I might check it out mm-hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Anyways, that's going to do it for us for now. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll answer some more of your questions. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. list you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's list is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.